Hello? Hey, uh, you you on here? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, cool. I, I wasn't, this is a different way of doing it. They they changed it up on me, so it took me a little while to figure it out. But, uh, okay. but anyways, what, what were you thinking about uh, tomorrow's uh, doctor's note? Um, you know, what's, what is functional medicine? How about functional medicine? Okay. So, so do you, what, what is, what does functional medicine mean? Well, functional medicine is different than traditional medicine in that, um, it's into the, it's not into the what something is, but why something is. Like when we talk about disease, instead of traditionally, most doctors, they don't want to put a label on it. You have this disease, here's the medicine for it. Right. Not, why do you have this disease in the first place, and what can we do to reverse it or prevent it? Right. You know, really, I've been listening to a lot of Mark Hyman stuff this weekend. So, so, so you think it goes from like the why? Yeah, it's not what, but why. You know, I don't. Yeah, I, I, it's not the what, but the why. That's what I'm trying to get at. Got it. And you think that's what most people need now? Is yeah, yeah because did. because it seems like when it was just about the what, that's when you just prescribe somebody something, and that's when you know patients aren't really taking control of their own health. They're just they're just listening to what the doctor says, and they go home. They you know they take their uh, prescription medication for you know the prescribed amount of time and and which is usually I, forever. Which is usually forever. If you don't figure out why, what's causing, they're going to be on that medicine forever. Right. That medicine has side effects. It's expensive, and a lot of times it doesn't work anyway. Right. Uh, do, do you think there's a difference between functional and integrative medicine? No, it's the same thing. Same thing. Okay. Because everyone. People are using two different terms. I know Dr. Hyman um, talks a lot about functional medicine. Same, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so what, what else do you think people need to know about it? Well, I think healthcare? that, you know, that I don't think that it's, you know, that, that's what makes us different than, you know, normal doctors. And people need to find a, a doctor that believes and practices functional medicine. Um, you know, I've been thinking a lot about brains and gut, you know. Um, everything starts with the gut. I mean, whether it, any kind of disease or, well, it all starts with the gut. There's a huge mind-body, body-mind connection. Um, there... Another thing I want to say is that, you know, people say, well, they just think they're destined to do the genetics. A good term I heard today was that your genetics may load the gun, but it's your environment that pulls the trigger. In other words, they're, everybody has predispositions, but they don't have to manifest unless you put it under the wrong conditions like stress. Right, eating the wrong kinds of foods. A lot of it boils down to, be honest with you, nutrition, and that, and your gut. Well, a huge, yeah. you know. But also, that's kind of what that 
book I was reading, uh, The Biology of Belief, was about, like, uh-huh. your mind is often the trigger for, um, you know, these certain genetic predisposi- uh, predispositions, predisposition, whatever however you pronounce it, um, to, to, to turn on, you know? Like, um, certain, I mean, certain diseases. Is that what you're getting at? Are you getting at, like, how the brain could be... One of the well, traditionally, like, we've always thought that, like, these, like, mental disorders. You know, I'm thinking, right. I've been listening a lot about mental brain disease, neurodegenerative diseases, basically anywhere from Alzheimer's, autism, depression, anxiety, um, any of these things that we really think come from the mind. It actually may not be the brain that's, that's the, you know, you have an injured brain. That's all these conditions. You have a brain injury. Your yeah. brain, something's not right. And that's why you have all these conditions. But there's a, there's a theory that I believe in that um, everything starts in the gut. And there's a huge connection between you know, what's in your gut as to what happens to your brain. They call your gut the second brain. It has its own nervous system, and it's connected directly to your brain by a nerve called the vagus nerve. So that's what you're getting at when you said it starts with nutrition, because nutrition is is what impact, or I guess, influences the gut, and the gut influences the brain. Right, just like all these antidepressants we put everybody on, I think one in 10 Americans is on, on an antidepressant. You know, when, you know, most of the time they don't really work that great anyway. They can cause a lot of side effects, including suicide in the patient that's already depressed. And it's been shown that exercise is more effective than antidepressants to get somebody better out of their depression. So, yeah, sure. here, here's the problem. There's no money in exercise. You know, there's, right. there's, you know, we've monetized medicine so that the next big cure, we want this new drug that will make billions. So we push that right. uh, instead of the more simple stuff as to the cause of the problem. Not Yeah, I, and that kind of goes back to the whole functional medicine thing. Oh, yeah, this whole thing about functional. Medicine. Functional medicine doctors, first they look at your gut. Every functional medicine doctor that knows their stuff starts with your gut. Like, right. What are you eating? How you know, Do you have stomach problems? Like like all this autism, these kids, they all have stomach problems. 95% of them have major stomach problems. They think that, that that's probably the, maybe the cause of their autism along with other genetic predispositions. Can you can you reverse that out of curiosity? Yeah, you really you, can. Yeah, you can. And, and how so? Just by if you can. The earlier you catch it, the better. But yeah, I mean, a lot of times it's it's an inflamed brain is what it is. It's like it's kind of you can relate Alzheimer's and autism to you can term them both an injured or an inflamed brain. What gets inflamed? Usually what you're eating. Right. Um, and again, some people can eat 
more than others. Other people cannot. Um, just like, I was like, like, what can somebody who's who maybe you know isn't autistic or doesn't have have Alzheimer's? Like, how could they implement some of this stuff you're talking about right here? Because you know, maybe because I I, I want to think that sometimes brain injuries can be less obvious than autism or Alzheimer's, you know, like, um, concussions and, you know, right. Or just, I mean, brain fog, just not thinking brain fog. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it has to do with sugar. I mean, you know, a lot of it has to do with yeast overgrowth, you know, people that have taken a lot of antibiotics in their life, they have an imbalance in the good bacteria in their gut. People think of bacteria as being a bad thing, but actually, in most cases, bacteria are good. That's what keeps us alive. What is, like, what does that mean, bacteria in, in gut? Is like, it's called a microbiome. It's, it's, you have, there's good and bad bacteria, and most of your gut should have good bacteria in it that kind of fights off the bad bacteria fights off inflammation but when we kill the good bacteria out other things take over and it, it makes your gut uh leak quote leaky like it, it um interrupts that tight junction between the gut and the bloodstream so that stuff that may be inflammatory or that you're sensitive to gets into your uh, bloodstream real quickly and it goes to your brain and it causes brain fog and over time, it could even cause some these uh, autism spectrum disorders and Alzheimer's and depression, anxiety. You know, it's a, it's a brain on fire. Al- Alzheimer's is a brain on fire. Alzheimer's yeah. has been called type 3 diabetes because we know there's a, a sugar link. If you have type 2 diabetes, you're four times more likely to come down with Alzheimer's disease than a yeah. person that does. Four times. Yeah. It's all, so, it's all linked. Uh, well, not all of it, but a lot of it's linked back to sugars and, and sugars, gluten, soy, dairy, corn. Um, you know, are, are big offenders. I mean, there's others depending on your predisposition. Those are the big ones. Right. So you, you know, um, yeah, I, I, and I get. I mean, what we're what we're essentially talking about here is why why it's important to either go to a functional medicine doctor or have some sort of functional medicine um, idea, you know, as you go through life, you know, like you, you need to figure out why some of this stuff is happening. And I mean, just like take glute, you know, people either they label something as, is is either they're gluten tolerant or not, or they have celiac disease. But really, gluten opens up those tight junctions in your gut in everybody. Celiac is just a severe form of it. Well, but uh, what do you have to say with, I mean, we're getting off on a tangent here, but, you know, some people think that the gluten thing is a little over, over marketed. You know? well, I'm convinced it's not over marketed. I'm telling you, most of my patients cut out gluten, they so all get better. Um, so there's something to it. So gluten opens up those tight junctions in everybody. I mean, Harvard up. researchers know this. And, and you know, 
what what are those tight junctures again? It's just within your stomach. Junk. Well, see, you have a a one cell thick lining between your stomach and your bloodstream. So, if if something oh got it, it inflames that lining, it kind of opens up right. like a sieve, and those inflammatory bad um, foods poop goes directly in your bloodstream. Yeah. Think of it as poop going straight to your brain. What should be have been eliminated, it gets in your bloodstream. Ah, like and that bloodstream goes straight to your brain. The stuff that you really need to digest and and, and get rid of, it goes, it gets in there. Right. Yeah, man, that, I've, I've never thought about it that way. Um, you know, when, I, when our bodies become inflamed, it's a signal that something's wrong. Like, you know, you. Say you stub your, you hit your thumb with a hammer and it gets all red and inflamed. It's because everything's rushing to it. Something has been damaged. Right. And all the stuff rushes to try to fix it. Same thing if you have a chronic inflamed condition. You have all the stuff going there that doesn't need to be there. Yeah, that's interesting. Inflammation is the base of every brain disease. Right, because it's almost like... It's it's a signal of where something's wrong. Like yeah, said, I mean, and other stuff can cause yeah, other stuff can cause inflammation too in reactions like you know heavy metals, environmental toxins, pesticides. You know, a lot of stuff we're exposed to. We've just never been the reason. One reason there's all these chronic diseases now, and nobody's getting better, and we're inventing new drugs to try to help the symptoms is because we've never had this amount of toxins in, in our environment like even stress stress uh pesticides chemicals in the you know the air um we've just never been exposed to this type of uh, stressors and, and our bodies a lot of times not equipped to handle it some people less so than others because you know because of their particular genetics but um. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's super interesting, um, and I'm just trying to think, you know, how how we can put it in. I think we that really helps. It really helps, kind of just people who aren't noticeably affected by some of this stuff, but it could help their help their energy levels, or could just help them feel better. You know, one is is understanding the glutens and the sugars and, and how that's inflaming our bodies and, and what inflammation really is. And, um, and I think it also helps to, to understand the, the, the correlation with the, with the brain, you know, yeah. how, 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 um, I, I mean, I'm, I, I keep going back to brain fog because the, the, the thing you keep hearing from people and, that you put on a ketogenic diet is as soon as they do that, they after a couple of days, they start to think a little more clearly, you know, yeah. um, which I've always found interesting. And I, I guess it's because of the, the sugar, there's no sugar eating, in there, not eating inflammatory foods. Yeah, you know? exactly. Right. You know, it's not, then you allow your, now ha, so the, the average person, you know, is the reason, People should take note of this is because you have to kind of figure yourself out with with knowledge and that knowledge you, 
you know, your typical doctor is not going to help you with this. You right. have to realize that they're just not going to. It's not their fault. They're just not trained like that. Right. Hopefully, in the future, they will be. I think there's a big movement towards this. I do too. I, yeah. I think there's a big movement towards a partnership between the patient and doctor, and this whole back and forth. You know, um, the doctor and patient working together to figure out what's going on. Um, and I think, and I think it's on it's on both parties to um, to have that sort of education you know like I think a patient needs to understand this stuff in order to ask better questions while they're in with their doctor um, it, it, does that make sense does that connect with you yeah I mean you know they at least inquire about it and go to a doctor who you know help them straighten out their gut problems you know tell them what they need to do like probiotics and like do they need to find out what foods they're particularly sensitive to is their gut been overtaken by yeast, you know, which is pretty common. Um, right. Right. Um, do you think, um, do you think the reason why most, there's not a lot of functional doctors is because of the insurance and, and that whole system? Well, they just not trained that way. I mean, a lot of us, because it takes a lot more time, it's easier to prescribe a medicine. And that's where doctors are trained to prescribe medicines. Yeah. You know, yeah. We're not trained to re- really well to listen to you and invest and look for the why. You know, right. like for my own practice, I don't like to label a person as being a diabetic or having also, I just label them as being a human being. You know, they've got some kind of insult going on that is causing them to feel bad. You know, but, um, and, and, and you see your job is to figure out why why that is why, are, yeah, why and is reverse it? it reverse it and prevent it if you can right yeah, um, right rarely is it too far gone to help it you know right um but why but why like you know you still use medications yeah i'm not against all medications i think just there's no doubt in anybody's mind that medicines are overused right over prescribed there's no doubt right right and because they're over described uh sorry over prescribed we're as a patient base, we're over dependent on them. We we, we don't. We're yeah, we're patients are looking for a quick fix or over prescribed by doctors because of time constraints. Plus, I mean, you see advertisements for all these medicines. You want it because it promises your cure for this thing. So, I mean, medication is one of the most heavily advertised products in the world now. Yeah, it's unheard of. It really shouldn't even happen. So, you know, getting, I'm trying to tie everything together here. (coughs) Excuse me. Functional medicine, you know, functional doctors um, treating the why versus uh, relying so much on the what, you know, going from what what to why. What is it from what is it to why is it? Right, right. Yeah. And and, and getting, I mean, We've been tossing around that word root causes a lot, I, but it, it's kind of hard to really get to the, you know, actual root of the problem. But but the, I think the thought process is good, you know. It's not that hard to get to the root problem in a lot of cases. It's a lot of times it's the gut. I'm telling you. Right. So you're saying that a, a lot of this stuff is caused by the gut, and yeah. and that's yeah. that's through, you know, asking 
a lot of wise and yeah yeah and changing some kind of you know changing some habits try you know balancing your gut out to where problems with your gut so in order to fix gut problems obviously you know probiotic maybe take out cutting cutting out the offending agents like gluten and sugar and soy and corn and you know um High fructose corn syrup, you know, and dairy in a lot of cases. And, and then there may be some foods that you're particularly sensitive to that other people aren't. You know, that's why we do food sensitivity testing. Right. Well, how would somebody, how do some, how does someone know if they have a, a gut problem? Well, if they have bloating, if they have constipation or diarrhea or, Heartburn, gas, acid indigestion. I mean, you know, stomach pain. Right. Uh, you know, it's really the start of everything is what you put in your mouth. Yeah. And how, and how you get the, absorb the vital nutrients from it and get rid of the waste from it. Okay. You know, I mean, still there? Interesting about the whole, you know, things aren't passing through. And that's what's causing inflammation. The, the, the constipation example is ob- a little more obvious than everything else. Yeah, food, food really is information to your brain. Food is information to your brain. Huh, I like that. Your medicine should really be your food. Right, right. But, I mean, that's what Hippocrates said years ago, you know, thousands of years ago. Uh, and that's, that's true. I've never heard the food is information to your brain. Yeah, I just made that up. But that's true. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, yeah, it, because you're like I told you, your gut is is your it's been called this your second brain. There's a direct connection between that and your brain. It's most of your immune system is located in the gut. Two thirds of your immune system is located in your gut, and your gut produces the, the hormones that you or the neurotransmitters that you think of as being made in the brain they're made in the gut like serotonin uh, dopamine uh, um, epinephrine acetylcholine you're breaking up on me Ken. I, I can't hear you as well Are you still there yeah Okay. See, all those neurotransmitters are actually produced in the gut. Huh. You know, they're not produced in the brain. Most of them are produced in the gut. Yeah. You know, the, those feel-good hormones are produced in the gut. Yeah, called dopamine. The, the, you know, the antidepressant hor- uh, neurotransmitter called serotonin is produced in the gut. Transmitter called acetylcholine that lack of has been linked to Alzheimer's dementia is produced in the gut. Um, epinephrine, the, the fight or flight response, is produced in the gut. And so it, it all starts in the gut. Right. And you. the best way to, to protect your gut is through the food you eat. It's the food you eat. 
Yeah, it's true. This is a good way to start it and to get rid of the inflation that's already in your gut. And, right. You know, and your brain will get better. Right. A lot of people's brain gets better just just by changing their diet. Like one of the only treatments for epilepsy back in the day was put people on a ketogenic diet. It is. I, I haven't really thought about the relationship between functional medicine and gut health. It does seem that they go together every time because, like you said, most of the time the root cause is is the gut. You know, the root most cause of the time, the, gut. Most of the time the why is is what's happening in your gut. Yeah, um, and that's something we need. We got to get back to looking at your gut. Um, yeah. Um, was well, there anything else before we get off here? Anything else you want to tie in? You can go, or either you go or I go. What, well, man? Uh, is there any anything else you want to add to this to, to tie in there? Anything, yeah. Anything that what now? Is there anything else you want to add uh, before we wrap up here? I don't think so. I, mean, I think we got it pretty well. Yeah. I um, think that, I think I know, you know, I think it's, it's about, it's, you know, what functional medicine is. It's the importance of gut health. Uh, it's the importance of going from what to why in medicine. I mean, it, it's just so clear, like yeah. uh, healthcare is not going to get better. At least primary care is not until we set things up so that more people are getting this type of treatment. Yeah, our, our system's kind of geared towards use of medications and procedures and and labeling you as having a particular syndrome or whatever when the problem is you're, you're, you're a little distant from me now. I can't hear you that well. You on Bluetooth? Hello? Hello, you there? Hello? Uh, 